If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Neil, girl. Out here, just a little bit sweet, but I'm said I was pouting you were because pouting. I was I was I was just starting a, a, a conversation and then I like plugged in the iPad and the song started no no you plugged in the iPad press play you don't to things don't automatically start playing when you plug them in well I might try have, it again let's see what happens I might have hit it accidentally <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like that's like the equivalent of getting like uh, an apology out of Trump at this point was is Sorry, I've been I've been listening to the Fear book all week, the Bob Woodward book. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually uh, somebody somebody reported me to lift safety because they felt unsafe because I was listening to something about Trump. Why would you listen to an uh, audio book while you're driving people around? So I don't go insane. Uh, music? Yeah, I've been, I've been listening <laughs> to a lot of music, or maybe something a little less divisive. Maybe you can. Uh, is there a book about uh, Planned Parenthood you can listen to? <laughs> Is there maybe something about? Uh, well, that it was. <laughs> is there something about like the Star Wars prequels you can maybe uh, check out? Uh, well, there's there is a pro child soldiers podcast I've been listening to a lot. So yeah. I heard an interesting story this weekend. You know, in Roe versus Wade, Roe, the lady that, who was who wanted the abortion, mm-hmm. she like flipped to the other side. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She became a lifelong anti-abortion activist. Yeah. But, but you know that Roe is not actually it's her not name. It's not her name. Yeah. yeah. Her name was Jane Roe instead of Jane Doe. Oh. It's interesting. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in to Joan Radio. This is Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. Here's Neil Mahoney. Here I am. Holy fucking shit. Uh, and uh, our friend uh, Dave Lyons from the, uh, from the old podcast about Yacht Rock is over here. Hey. Yeah. Uh, and now I, I do need to let you know that you are not an official guest. You are a uh, radio buddy, as we'd like to call him. <laughs> of uh, course. So there's gonna be no yeah. uh, there's gonna be no questions asked. Or no, no, I understand. <laughs> I, I realize when I show up, it means somebody probably backed out. Oh, it's because I didn't ask anybody. Else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> same. I same. said I said we could just do it the three of us, and then Cass said, "What about anybody?" We can, <laughs> that's not Cass that's not said, true. We can, I, we can do slightly better. Yeah. Yeah. We can just let you're slightly better yeah, than, than no one than at all. No one. I, I believe yeah. I called it. Should we have a reoccurrence of Dave Lyons? Yes. Yeah. yeah not yeah, not an did. appearance. A reoccurrence. Yeah, just a, a whisper. I, I know sometimes I ramble it. through. Yeah. At the urging of Cash, maybe he <laughs> felt something in the air that Neil and I would be at each other a little bit. What? Well, thanks, Why? Cash. It's good to see. That's you. what yeah, he always. That's the joke he always says. Is uh, that like? It breaks the tension. Like just now, I'm I just I, I made a joke, which was a direct reference to our relationship on the podcast. I construct drama for a living. No, 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 no you don't. You don't. Well, he brings. Come on, fucking Google it, dog. He brings drama for a living. Uh, Neil, let's listen to your Adele song. Oh, you want to do a duet with Adele? I do. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Can I get a little more of my monitors? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my job. Starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch Is bringing me out the dark Finally I can see you crystal clear Go ahead 
something in there that just 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 we're making fun of it no i mean i was just doing an earnest duet but earnestness is what counts in lawsuits all right (laughs) well if you want to hear the rest of it come over my house (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just you whittling (laughs) and singing adele on your front porch oh the whittling has gone up a notch we built some furniture last week yeah Yeah. you sent me some pictures you want to you want to tell people about your your i made a planter for my front porch and i finished my sword Mm -hmm. which i'm going to turn into a hat rack or a coat rack oh so wait mount it so that hook is coming up oh yeah yeah throw a jacket on there and then the handle kind of put a hat on that So it's not a sword anymore no i mean i realize it's like kind of too dangerous to give to a little kid as like a play sword Mm -hmm. so uh yeah i'm gonna mount it on the wall it's gonna be like a weird little piece of tree growing out of the wood. Oh, man. This is just the beginning of Neil Mahoney Driftwood Champion. Driftwood Champion. What was that? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, nothing came through. I forgot. I, had, I turned the volume down to fade out Adele. So try to take it back. Right, take it back. Driftwood, to one. Driftwood, Driftwood, Driftwood Champion. Driftwood. Get me the fuck no, out of here. No, no, no. no. <laughs> do do the, the line again then do the sound effects you were going to do. What did I say? Uh, Driftwood, Driftwood Champion. Driftwood Champion. Google it, dog. Oh. oh, so it is something that's real. We could look up Driftwood Champion, and I don't know. Cash called me. I think. I think. Do, that's do you a, give out the award? I. D- I no. I think that's a Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah. Well, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off to a great start. Yep. This is a song from Human Kumail. Mind out of Honolulu, Hawaii, with a song I know you're bored. Let's 
Shadows. I know you're bored by Human Lion. Oh, man. Honolulu, Hawaii. It's good to know that music, good music coming out of Hawaii. Coming out of Hawaii. And so, um, uh, Cash, you were recently in Ventura. I was in Ventura. Oh yeah, I was in Ventura for a, for a beer God, festival. Good I'm, yes, I like great yes, answer. it was it was literally yesterday <laughs> we had the conversation two minutes before we went on air, and yeah. I was like, no, I don't think yeah. I've ever been to so Ventura. So Cash. You were in Ventura. I was. I you was. Sound like you tried to establish an alibi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember, I was in when Ventura. you were in Ventura with yes. me. Yes, when that we house were in Ventura. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody was alive when we were there and when we left. Yes, I went. I worked, went to a beer festival yesterday that had Tone Loke, Color Me Bad, Whoa. and uh, Big so, Butt Guy. So Tone Loke, you got your Man. you got your funky cold Medina mm-hmm. and your wild thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was what, what yeah, is one what hit is, what is the, I like big yeah. butts. Uh, mix not mix mix a lot mix a lot. It was mix a lot mix a lot closed. And I will say, um, Sir Mix a lot closed. Sir Mix a lot closed. Wow. Did he? Butter- he got his he... knighthood taken away. Now he is just <laughs> mix a lot. Squire mix a lot. Citizen mix a lot. Citizen mix a lot. If I was ever a rapper, I'd want to be Sir Mark a lot. That was the marker that I like to use. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Um, did he do buttermilk biscuits? He did. Oh. He did he, did he swass. I don't know. I I, I, I got to say, Buttermilk Biscuits was about as far as it. He did do a song that was like that. There was a lot of cursing in. Um, but oh, no. was this a family event? Not really. Yeah, it was a, a beer it's event. It's a family beer fest. Well, beer fest. It's like yeah. I guess nowadays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. I, I I was actually thinking about that uh, in the middle of the day yesterday. I was like, oh, there's no, ki- there's never any kids here, and they're always in the middle of parks. But I was like. I guess it's really not appropriate for kids. Well, like year. Golden Road, they got like a fucking jungle gym. And yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, and like games for kids. Yeah, I, I went to Oktoberfest in uh, Munich, and it's just packed with kids. Yeah. yeah, and the embarrassing thing is most of them can outdrink me. <laughs> <laughs> I went to an o- lightweight. I went to an Oktoberfest in like Big Bear. And, oh yeah, yeah. And then like we walked in, and I was like, oh, this is like a white pride rally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this <really>. sucks. <laughs> it was just like not a cool scene. Pretty uh yeah, it's pretty libertarian and uh yeah, and there's like there. a lot of like biker gangs and like and everyone, young and old, all smoking. Oh wow! Like, do you just, think that was the thing? Do you I think know. if you went back now with the ponytail, they'd accept you or throw you? Oh, out? they accepted me. Oh, they accepted you. Yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't they? Because you're white. And I'm yeah, and I'm very tough looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The plaid, the hat. That's a great joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! But I will say this. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot teased Baby Got Back all the way through his set. Like, he goes up there and he starts talking and he's like, I know you didn't come to see me just do, like, covers and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's coming through and he's like, well, but that's what we're going to do. And he goes and he does. And uh, I was talking to them about it before you got here, Dave. But apparently, like, a lot these nostalgia hip-hop acts do other people's songs. Yeah, because... Like, straight up. At uh, Beach Goth. Wasn't um, it's kind of t- like taking sampling to the next level. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, it's like you just become a, like an, a party MC. Yeah, yeah. That's wow. good. Yeah, he got that was like a DJ though, wasn't it? No, but I think he was a. I think it was a rapper's DJ set, basically. Oh, yeah. So, so, but yeah. So it was. Uh, Tone Loke did uh, a couple of Snoop Dogg but songs, of, but also one of Tone Loke's biggest songs, pretty much a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and that was the other thing is. Tone Loke gave them Wild Thing right away. He's like, "This is where you know me from." Yeah, yeah. Did Wild Thing. Sir Mixalot was like, "No, we're we're bearing that to the end of the like yeah. you, that." That's dun, why dun, Sir Stopper. Although Sir Mixalot, 
every woman in the place on stage. And every woman that could stand was on stage <laughs> dancing with them for that song. That means there was like a accessible stage. That means there was probably a couple real big butts and rascal scooters that couldn't get on stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was a ramp. <laughs> like one of those like serpentine ones that yeah, goes back and exactly. forth. And back That's why they had to keep on restarting it over. They weren't up there. I was like, don't, hold don't, on, don't, she's still on the ramp. I like big. Hold on. The backup from the. We should get that. We should just get that. Just that, not the song, which is the buildup. An extended. Bill Tackett, make us an extended four-minute loop of the intro. The intro of I like big butts, and then it goes. I like big butts. I um the uh. What's the, there was like a, there was some movie I remember seeing a trailer for a bunch when I was working at the Arclight and it was uh it was like these like ladies it was like the full Monty but it was for old ladies in this like Ooh, Irish go town on. Oh, but it was like this thing where it's like um they like one oh, lady yeah. takes Would, up did her they shirt make a, like a calendar calendar girls yes. calendar girls yeah. yeah and I remember like it's like there was like one girl like 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 one of the ladies like has her shirt off and it's like from her back and it cuts to like one of these girls like we're gonna need bigger boons because like they were holding bread for some reason oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just like for some reason think about that like I don't ever see we're gonna need a bigger boat I always say we're gonna need we're gonna need bigger buns <laughs> we're gonna need bigger boons that was a whole genre in the 90s sort of like after the birth of independent film, it was just like old English people doing things. Yeah, waking Ned Divine. Yeah. The, did, the, did you uh, did you ever see Irish Jam with Eddie Griffin? I never did. I've seen oh, the poster for it a bunch. Man, oh. yeah, he has to flee because uh, Brooklyn or wherever because he owes somebody money, uh, and he ends up uh, right winning a poetry contest to take over a local Irish bar because that's how they give out Irish bars. But he did it by stealing somebody's lyrics. So he gets over to this quaint Irish town. Teaches the town how to rap with violins and accordions and shit. This sounds awesome. It is not. <laughs> because Eddie Ooh. Griffin was not into it. In fact, in the reverses, you just see like a little smoke coming up, knowing he's holding a joint just off camera. <laughs> <laughs> what was, um, the, what was the one where the old lady grew weed? Uh, I, I, I remember it because it was like Craig, what was his name? The, the old lady. Bierko. No, Craig, the old late lady. Kilborn. Ferguson. Ferguson. Ferguson, Craig Ferguson shot that movie while also doing the Craig, the Late Late Show at the same time. <laughs> oh, and I was wow. like, "How do you do a movie in England while you're while you're also hosting?" This? Oh, you phone in your talk show for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. hire nine writers and never say a word they say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, at least they were employed. Yeah, That's I knew a so couple bad. of those writers. They were good dudes. Um, yeah, but I uh, so color me bad. What are the color color me bad? Songs? I want to sex you up. Oh yeah. One oh six, yeah, and they're part of the East Coast family. Yeah, they got. Yeah. Didn't they get shouted out in um, the end of uh, Motown? Boys to Men, ABC, yes. BBD. Yes, they yeah. did. And then, uh, but they were like, it was like a montage of visuals, and Color Me Bad was in it, and so was Sudden Impact. Yeah, but they were the white group, so they didn't get mentioned. Yeah, um, the East Coast family. They were they were all right. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was all original Me Bad members. Um, <laughs> What was it? There was a, a couple of those. There was Call Me Bad, All for One. Uh, there was like, what was the one that had like a saying that looked like Kenny G? Was, oh. that, was that Color Me Bad or was that? Might have been. Color Me Bad had, I, if I remember, they had two varieties of white guy. Like they had like the thin, like pencil thin mustache yeah. guy. They had the like drawn on mascara beard. Yeah. I, Maybe. And, and I feel like there was sort of like a, a long haired, curly, curly haired yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, right in if if you're in color me bad right in <laughs> <laughs> great show stop great by, show on Sunday stop guys. by the show yeah. I got yeah. an idea 
Motherfucking Google it, dog. Oh. Right, so there you go. Uh, Dave, and you, uh, you recently uh, went to go see uh, Jawbreaker again? I did. Up in Portland. Uh, yes. And I you had, got a bonus... Um, uh, ween concert out of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had a very, very charmed weekend. Yeah? Tell us uh, about it. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I, this is a great story. Mm. Do a shorter version. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been in front of a mic before, Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, wish, I, wish, I wish I was like Mike and got a shorter version. <laughs> yeah, well, you also caught me about 15 in. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, um, I sat on the plane next to this guy. We started talking music. Turns out he managed Ween. Wow. He's like, yeah, hey, why don't you come by the show? I'll put you on the guest list. So my friends and I went by, uh, did the guest list. Next day, I had a great day. He showed up at the encore of Ween. Yeah, well, I saw their last song. He which which song. was my the friend I was with. It was his favorite song. Oh, Perfect. Then they did their encore, and it was my three favorite Ween songs, including the Ween song that I snuck into my dad's funeral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next day we saw Jawbreaker. It was uh, it was pretty good show. Yeah. Pretty good. They they could have probably run through the set a few more times. But that's all they've been doing. Well, maybe uh, maybe, maybe they, rehearsals are tense. Maybe they should play the same song at the same time. Ah. Ooh. Uh, but uh, it was still great. They, it's they, great to see those songs live, but they are not a great live band. They are not. And that's, uh, you know, it doesn't mean those songs aren't yeah. amazing and mean a lot to me, I but they're not that good of a live 100% agree. Band. Yeah. Uh, that's why my wife did not want to go with me to the show, even though it was our wedding anniversary. <laughs> God, Jesus, Dave. <laughs> um, now, the next... The next weekend, we went to San Diego, and we rented jet skis. It was great. Just what she wanted to do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've met your wife. She seems like a jet ski yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. It. We had a good time. You, were the, you, you had to talk her out of buying a pair, right? Isn't that, isn't that right? No, she, I did. That never sounds like... She had to talk me out of buying a second Vespa because I wanted to start a gang. <laughs> You're not supposed you to support the entire gang, buddy. Yeah. I guess, although I guess it well, is the, easier to talk the, somebody into it. When well, you're the like, second one was for her. Oh, oh gonna, okay. All right. It was going to be our gang. That's what we're going to call it because nobody gang? used oh. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the Angry Kittens or something tough like that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I met some fans of uh, my podcast and they took me out and showed me a great time. And they aren't freaks like uh, other people's fans I've met. <laughs> and uh, then on the way back, I sat next to a film director that I was an old friend with and just had a really great you time. It's, it's, it's Jordan, the show, Jordan Vogt Roberts. Jordan Vogt Roberts oh. uh, directed Kong Skull Island. Yeah. And uh, Kings of Summer. Yes. Mm. And I think he's working on Metal, Metal, Gear, Metal Solid. Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just every step of the way. International crime fighter, Jordan Vogt Roberts. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a great trip. It really was. Also bought a pair of boots. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wolverines? No. What? I don't remember. Ooh. Great boots, though. Quit it now! <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was terrific. But the, the point of going to the show was Jawbreaker, and they played Chesterfield King. Which they hadn't a lot on, for the, the, first, on these... for the first time in 25 years. Yeah. And it was, it was phenomenal. Did Swear yeah. It open? Uh, I got no, it's a, it's a oh. different. They didn't ever open. Waxahachie opened. Waxahachie opened. That's right. Yeah, they yeah, opened yeah. here in L.A. Yeah, in L.A. Um, and then Neil, you saw Summer Cannibals. Saw Summer Cannibals and Sloth Rust on Friday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Does Sloth Rust, Sloth Rust live up to the name? Uh, I didn't know anything about. Well, well, how would what would you describe living up to that name? Uh, well, sloths are kind of lazy, and rust <laughs> is what happens when you're. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would see them as like a like almost like a Sun O band kind of drony. <laughs> and like, yeah, they were really slow, and somebody had left them out in the rain. <laughs> yeah, the 
Like Liter- a gig. Literally the only time I've ever fallen asleep while running a camera was at a Sun O show, and I woke up, and it was the same song. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was a long show. All right, we're going to take a break for another submitted song. I'm pretty fucking cultured like that by the band Kill a Whale. Uh, they're out of Modesto, California, home of not only Granddaddy, but one of the murders from the Zodiac Killer. Modesto, California. All right. Killa, Killa, Killa Whale, Killa Whale, K I L L A H W A I L, Killa Whale out of Modesto. Um, so I guess it's as good as time as any to get into some of that music news. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, it's a good time as any to get into some music news. A good, good song to pump us up to, uh, with a, like a real upbeat song. So, um. Let's start with the first one. John Lennon's killer is denied parole for a tenth time. Oh, that's man. cool. He's turning into a regular Manson. Yeah, <laughs> a, a New York State Board of Parole panel said that by murdering a person beloved by millions, Mark David Chapman demonstrated a callous disregard for the sanctity of human life. So there you go. Don't kill famous people. Yeah, yeah. That, that if he that, killed a schlub, he'd be free by now. I'm, yeah, I'm used to the rich uh, like getting away with crimes and influencing the justice system that way. This is the first time I've ever heard somebody go the other way, where it's like yeah. you killed a rich person, so your crime is worse. No, I think that's usually the way it works, right? I, I guess I don't know. I didn't. I it seems like it shouldn't. Yeah, the Men- Menendez brothers probably wouldn't have gotten as long of a sentence if their parents weren't wealthy. Yeah. Yes. Um, I guess you're right. But uh, yeah, that's uh, it is interesting because it's not necessarily like if I can't have you, no one can. Because it's not like you know he would have not yeah. gotten anything. Yeah, they they didn't share a connection. I mean, maybe he's insane. He thought they did. Well, he but... was insane. Like he is. Like he's not in a real. He's he's in a, like a mental institution. Correct. Yeah. 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 I see. Th- that's actually the the I I've 
been fascinated by assassinations and stuff like that, but that's the one I've never really followed up on. I don't know what he's about. I know Jared Leto played him at Doesn't one point. Doesn't the, the Catcher in the Rye have something to do with yeah, it? Yeah, he had a copy of the Catcher in the Rye in his pocket, just like uh, the dude that shot Reagan. And the, he did the, too? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Will Smith character in, um, what is it? Uh, iRobot. The dinner. Uh, Hancock. Han- uh, six degrees of separation. Um, six degrees of separation. Uh, oh, look at me. Yeah, yeah, it is six degrees of separation. That character has a whole monologue about the the. Have you guys seen it? Nah, no, no, not recently. Well, he at one point he has a monologue about he's writing his thesis on what about the um, what is it about that book that all these killers have in common? And what's the book? Catcher, Catcher in the, the Rye. Oh, Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he talks about like the the hat. Like at one point in the book, he gets a hat and puts it on. He's like, "Oh, this is a hunter's hat. Oh, this isn't my deer hunter hat. This is my human killing hat." Okay. And I'm going to put this on. And he's like, "Maybe that's the thing that gets them all because they all think about this hat." And that's mm. the metaphor. That's a Salinger book, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed that book. I got I got caught reading that book inside. Uh, Call of the Wild, which is a very juvenile. Oh, I remember book. that book too. Like yeah. seventh grade in my English class, we were supposed to be reading Call of the Wild, and I didn't want to read it, so I had Catcher in the Rye hidden inside of it. <laughs> and I remember my teacher walked by and's like, "Oh, and what are you reading, Mister Lyons?" <laughs> and then saw it and was like, "No worries." Yeah, I, I love that, that's like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm reading inside my poised life. It's a penthouse. Oh, didn't we do this joke at one point? What? Oh, we, like, did, we did the we did the like the magazine joke. Oh, did we? It was in the um, the heckler bit. Oh, we, we did a magazine joke where it was like, oh yeah, what do you? We're, we're re- you're reading a book. Oh, you guys were pulling pulling books from each other, and yeah, it, was like, it started it was a DJ out as, Porter joke where it's yeah. like it's like you're like it looked like we were reading like a smart book, and then you pull it out, and then it's like it turns out to be like a porno, mm-hmm. and then they pull the porno out, and it's like an even like more intelligent book to oh, be yeah. reading or something <laughs> like that. Um. Yeah, it's like I, I like the idea of just a teacher going. It's like, well, we're all supposed to be reading 1984 by George. Hold on, what are you reading? On the road. <laughs> okay, um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It was Mrs. Hadley. I yeah. Um. Well. Here's some. Uh, here's some stuff. Uh. Femi Kuti, Brian Eno, and 86 other artists signed a letter supporting Ugandan opposition leader. Following the arrest of Ugandan politician and musician Bobby Wine, an extensive list of artists, politicians, and activists, and activists have called for his release. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people in the, pol- the, the politics world of Uganda going, wait, Brian Eno signed it? Well, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, Producer, mastermind, and genius Brian Eno? Well, I don't want to offend wow. him. Wow. That guy that they did all that stuff. He's he's pretty great. You don't know who he is, do you? That sounded like a guy. <laughs> it's like, well, of course, Brian yeah. Eno. Oh, I, sure, I've heard that. Uh, who did he? He's yeah. the music for airports guy, right? Yeah, he's, that's yeah. that's what I know him from. That's my yeah. only reference, really. Uh, he's did on the with Rock and Roll High School soundtrack. He did that song, So It Goes. My favorite Brian Eno jam. He did. He produced a lot of uh, like some Bowie stuff. He produced that's right. Heads. Uh, and David Byrne. Joe Maroder. That, yeah. That's right. He's he's like a. The the art Me. scene new wave guy sort of actually not no, quite I'm new wave with Georgia never mind. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the Beatle Jackoff story in the room? Oh, because yeah. we yeah. didn't talk about it last week. It came out right after we. That's we, right. It we, it that was in John Lennon's day planner. When he died was <laughs> really must tell Paul not to tell anyone about how we jerked off together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's and that just got That's put a out. Joke I stole from Twitter. Oh, oh. I saw a great joke about it on Twitter. It said, "So what? Hall and Oates docked." <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, Dean Delray had a great uh, joke, which was um, 
Uh, oh, I've always wondered what the song Come Together was really about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, a few people made that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That's why I got on Twitter, because there was no way to not... If you had a good joke, doesn't matter. Five other people made the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're not on Twitter anymore? No, I uh, got off, had Great. Neil lock me out. So I, haven't, can... haven't at, I only looked at, like, last week I looked at the like, my messages, the DMs. So we can talk about you now. Oh, on Twitter? I, yeah, constantly. This is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go, go for it. Hey, and this is thing is, uh, this like this thing is bad press, I guess, right? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no news is good news. Uh, I don't know. Ask uh, Kavanaugh. Hey, I don't know what that means. He's the Supreme Court. No, I know. Co- I, just, okay. I was just right. trying to be. Um, Eminem released a surprise album. He just dropped an album last Friday called Kamikaze. Uh, it's his 10th album. Jesus, that's a lot for a rapper. 10 albums. Yeah, I, you I feel he like. cover songs in his set? <laughs> I can't imagine what they would be. Well, he did like a, the cover of it was like a parody of uh, Beastie Boys. Beastie, Beastie Boys, Boys, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. yeah so, oh, yeah. and here's 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 some good music news. Uh, after Bono experiences sudden vocal loss, U2 cancels sold out Berlin show. Four songs into the sold out show, Bono experienced a complete loss of voice. The singer suggested that standard smoke machines may have been the case. I don't, I don't get this. What did, I like standard smoke machines. Like yeah. The, yeah, the smoke machines maybe. I mean that you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that he put standard in front of it. Yes. I I I'm, I am confused because I was under the impression that if there is a loss of voice, you just do a Mahona radio. Like that's <laughs> how everybody's supposed to cover uh, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good like, you know. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> oh, I like hearing that one. <laughs> Uh, Man, I, I, uh, the, you guys at home never get this, but the best part of this show is when Neil locks eyes with you and then does a drop because <laughs> yeah. you know it's for you. It's not for the room. So uh, also um, Paul McCartney had his first solo record number one hit in 36 years. Oh, that's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. With uh, Egypt Station, I believe was the... Uh, what uh, the album so loud just came out I, uh, I just think it uh, is very indicative did you hear the song nope it's not great uh, but it is indicative of the current state of music <laughs> well that's... well yeah it just show, like when the Melvins got on the top 100 yeah so so it's the, it's there's a lot of uh, it's just Melvin that's not that I, Melvin I don't know how to finish this there's a lot of terrible hip hop in it that's all I know about the current state yeah. of music just like oh. the new Eminem album <laughs> hey this I'm gonna go why, home and listen to Rudy. You're a radio buddy, right there. So this is a, a song called "Who Cares" by Paul McCartney. Is he with Yoko? Yeah. And she blessed. Uh, she gave Jonah permission to play this. No, I mean we're we're, we're we're talking over. We're, we're talking over. We're like, uh, yeah, this is your show. Oh, a little, little melon camp running around. Yeah. Wow, he's going to an anti-bullying campaign with this one. Yeah. Guys, between the bars. You can do your conversation between the bars. Hold on. So is you, this song about us? 
Well, if you had heard the song, you wouldn't have to get off Twitter. That's right. I, if I had uh, my rallying song would just stay on would have been like i don't know it's not it's i didn't get off of twitter because of other people like oh. saying stuff to me i had filtered all that out like a long time ago it was just that it was a time suck for me yeah. that i would just look at it constantly yeah I, I i feel that sometimes and it can affect your mood so much and then you're like why am i angry i just yeah. i looked at a thing on my phone that shouldn't that shouldn't have that much control over me yeah and a lot of people talk about sports and that pisses me off shit i like sports um, I like sport. There's a thing Come with like. Fuck you. F U H U. I'll tell you that last one. Try to tell the truth. I could stay up half the night. Trying to crack your code. I don't mind this one. I could stay up half the night. But I'd rather hit the road. does not sound like music that needed to be made. I, th- there's I get what you mean. Yeah. And like, you know, that's the thing I hear. Like, whenever time, like, that's what I liked about Tom Petty as he got older is that, like, he still kind of, like, found a way to make, like, you know, there would always be, like, two really good songs in each other. Um, but there's a lot of these guys, that, like, rock guys, as they get older, it's like, it's like, you know, you realize as you progress in rock and roll after, you know, 40 years, it's like, there's, it's limiting as fuck. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, and so, and then you start to realize it's like they care more about these kind of groovy things that are just fun to play, and the lyrics become a bit more basic and sparse. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because Rolling Stone's still gonna give it five stars. Sure. Yeah. E for effort. Yeah. He did so many like genre flips. Yeah. 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 I already have a car that all that has wheels that I invented on all four of them. Yeah, and he made fucking he made the song Temporary Secretary, which is one of like the most gonzo crazy songs. Meatball! Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, I thought that was the next Paul McCartney track, and I was like, I yeah. am back. I am back in. <laughs> he did make the song that needed to be made. Yeah. yeah. Oh, recently uh there um the uh son posted some pictures of uh Johnny Rotten. Uh, John Lydon from uh, Sex Pistols and uh, PIL, Public Image Limited, uh, showing up to an airport, and he is, uh, I'd say, now as big, if not bigger, than uh, Jonesy, Steve Jones. He's oh, like really? a big, big guy, um, which means uh, Sid Vicious, still the skinniest Sex Pistol. <laughs> <laughs> He's only getting skinnier. Who's <laughs> the other Drummer? bass player? Paul no, Cook. Glenn player. Matlock. No, mostly well, solving he, mysteries. He went on to. <laughs> what did he go? He went on to do. Yeah, like, not like, he, like, he to, like become just like a. Like, like he got out of entertainment, right? Yeah. Or is got it a guy from The Clash that went on to uh, be Simon like a real estate? Or, uh, he went to be a real estate agent or something like that. Like Chunk from The Goonies. Yeah. Came yeah. Yeah. Lawyer. Entertainment lawyer. Yeah, exactly. He's um, an Iron Man. <clears throat> Chunk. No. The the kid from. Um, I'll sh- you'll shoot your eye out is in Iron Man. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's a big producer now. Well, Christmas story. The Christmas other kid story. from You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, the kid that played Schwartz. Christmas story. He was in a porn. Did a porno. Couple pornos. Yeah. Solo scene on a yoga mat. What's that? <laughs> Solo scene on a yoga mat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just Brody Stevens joke. First, just, first, uh, first thought, best thought. <laughs> just a dude, you know, yanking it on a yoga mat. Well, that's what Simon Rex did. He did solo scenes. Really? Yeah. Wow. J-O porn. 
Uh, Kanye West is going to be the musical guest for Saturday Night Live's uh, season premiere. Uh, really, oh, Trump supporter. Really <laughs> don't. West? Yeah, of course. That's uh, a, a, a Trump supporting show. It's don't a, let the jokes sway you. It's a show that supported his campaign. Yeah. It's, yeah. Is that Kanye? Yeah. Yeah. Here, now, uh, this isn't a popular opinion. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't pay attention to things. I don't get Kanye. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, I've many times gone on rants about how like it's a there was there's some good songs back in the day. I just don't understand like how like what he puts out now and people going, no. what a genius. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 not my place to say. It's like people looking at a piece of art that's clearly just you know feces. <laughs> yeah, and people are like, oh my god, look at what they're doing with the. I think I think the art metaphor. I it, I feel about him kind of the same way I feel about uh, Andy Warhol, where it's like, yeah, it's not that great art. I mean, I get what he's doing, but I don't get why people are so into it. You know what yeah. I just watched is the documentary on the, uh, the Party Monster, Michael oh, yeah? Anglin or whatever, Anglin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the movie they made, Party Monster. It's like, I watched a doc about that. So it's like all about the club kids scene of, in New York in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like really, it's, you know, basically a whole bunch of kids like post Warhol making fun of that scene. Hmm. Of like the dressing up and not, not 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 making fun of it, but being like extending it to an even further yeah, insane t- degree, taking the like the weird medium high culture and bringing it down to the yeah. low culture. But it really is. It's like n- no one really talks about the music. No, yeah, it's like it was just about going out and yeah. drugs. Well, even at first, like that Michael Engel guy, like a lot of them, like they didn't do drugs. They were just like going out to like. Like just like be seen and dress yeah. crazy and just be wild. Get laid. And it was all like one upsmanship kind of stuff. Hmm. What's it what's the doc called? Um I'll have to get back to right, you it's, it's on right. that. It's on Netflix. Okay. Motherfucking Google it, dog. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh but now but there was a scene after the guy gets out of prison, the guy that killed uh Angel, the uh drug dealer. And then of course, you know, uh uh didn't tell anybody stole all his drugs and money in his boots uh then put the body into a bathtub uh, and then poured water and then a drano on it so the smell wouldn't get out i guess um wow does um, that work i, I guess it like he puts got like caught. A, well like then they ended up uh cutting up uh the body to fit it into a tv box that's where i draw the line yes <laughs> uh but they also like but you have so many power tools and they didn't buddy. do that you can't so draw the line there if you're the, gonna be the for. power tool yeah. guy i think no. it is an extra chargeable offense to mutilate a dead it body it is yeah. well yeah. like uh there i don't know if you've ever been to the museum of death in hollywood no. <laughs> it's it's, it's awful not funny. uh yeah they, very few laughs could have really <laughs> used a, uh they had a gg allen uh, uh thing there and i went to see that really wow yeah. um I've never seen more human uh, heroin scabs than, than the day. Like, like in a pile? But there was a, a guy and a girl uh, that she wanted her boyfriend dead. The guy killed the boyfriend, and then they hacked up the body. She helped. That guy's still in prison. She's out because all she did was uh, she had like? a dis- dismemberment uh, plan. Yeah, and they left the body in there for eight days and still partied in the apartment. Whoa. Uh, while it was just sitting there, in there and they were just saying, oh, something's up with the pipes. Don't worry about the smell. You, you can't use the bathroom. They said there was two bathrooms in the place. So they said, oh, the other one's broken. Use the other one. Um, wow. And then, yeah, so then they cut. After that, they like, they really, it's starting to like decompose and they're like, we got to get rid of it. So they cut it up with, I guess, knives or some, there's, you know, saws of some sort. <clears throat> um, went shopping to get the tools to do it. Um, then put it in bags and put it into a box. Order, called a cab. Had the, put it in the, the trunk of the cab. And then when they went to the river, asked the cab driver to help them throw the box Whoa. into the river. 
And the guy's like, why? And it's just like, oh, it's just a bunch of old plates. We don't know what to do with it. We're just going to throw it out. And it was like New York. So it was just like, you know, no one gave a shit at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, he's like, well, give me 20 bucks and I'll do it. And so like, he, like this guy helped him move it. And then they throw the box into the water and it doesn't sink because they didn't put any holes in it. Oh. So it just starts to float off and they're like, ah, it should be fine. It'll just you know go out to the ocean. Yeah. Um, but there was like a storm surge. And so it like stayed in the river and then washed up on shore on Staten Island. And like, oh, uh, wow. it's just like crazy. And then like they also were feeling really guilty. Did Wu-Tang find them? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they were feeling real guilty. So they did start to tell their friends and like, uh, but they, but they still didn't turn themselves in. It's just a, and you know, it's it's so weird because it's like you know the guy, the main guy, Michael Aglin, who was like the, the you know top kind of club promoter person. Um, it was uh, like he's everyone was like, oh, he's very charming, but he was also very irritating, and he kind of just like was always trying to you know, uh, like build up himself. And so like this was like they they kind of think it's like this was him, like almost like it was like post ironic behavior of like oh really? wouldn't it be crazy if we did this. Or Yikes. or having done it, being like, now I need to take advantage of this. Like I've made yeah. my name, now people need to know about it. That's that's interesting. Yeah, and then like you know he's in prison, and then he gets out, uh, and then they they they're still filming him, and he's like him his like buddy that picks him up is like like kind of making jokes about it and stuff like that because it's like he pretty much puts it on like he was on so many drugs and they had been up for like I think like at that point like. 72 hours so essentially they could complete like you know drug induced insanity i guess yeah and so but like they're making jokes about it and and stuff like that um and it's just uh it's real fucking weird and then he watches party monster like like he's like why is why is mccully talking like that i don't talk like that wow gross yeah it's it's a really interesting watch and now i want to watch party monster to kind of see that other side of it because it's like just that um you know house music glam scene of just yeah. you are your own art piece it's like an Uroboros of sucking your own dick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much oh man if that snake could get it in there that'd be amazing yeah yeah uh, well it's gonna take a break uh, for uh, some songs some songs um, but it's uh, we're gonna do a little two for two for Monday because mm-hmm. that's when we're recording this um, we're gonna do uh, a song by the Tran- uh, Transylvania Stud. They're out of Nashville, Tennessee. That's a great name. Uh, and then uh, this is uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Transylvania Stud. Uh, and this is uh, uh, the album is the Red Queen. And this is the song of suffering.
this is John Roderick of America. I know that guy. He also made the theme song for My Brother, My Brother and Me. And you've teamed up with uh, your friend Adam and a uh, guy you also know, Ben Harrison. Hey, you're my friend. Uh, and we make a uh, war movie podcast called Friendly Fire. Now, you may be turned off by the premise right then and there. But you would be wrong. <laughs> well, it's because it's about so much more than war or war films. War movies are also a great window into filmmaking and the way our culture thinks of itself and other cultures think of themselves. So listen to Friendly Fire on MaximumFun.org every Friday or get it wherever you get podcasts. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host When Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I, before children, yeah, definitely didn't think it was going to be this hard. Yeah. I'm going to ask my children to do X, Y, or Z, yeah. and they're going to do it. And I'm going to lead by example. They're yeah. going to know. They're going to do it because yeah. they're going to see me doing it. Right. And children naturally want to please adults. Yeah. You know what? I'll make it kind of fun. Yeah. And that'll be fun. Totally. But I, I won't necessarily use bribes. And I would never use threats. Right. That was my pre-child thinking. Yes. And, like, if somebody came in and saw us doing this, yeah. they would judge. Yeah. <laughs> So join us each week as we judge less, laugh more, and remind you that you are doing a great job. Find us on MaximumFun.org, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Okay, that uh, song you just heard was Necktie by the uh, by the uh, the band <laughs> Snowplows. And they're out of Providence, Rhode Island. I know where that is. You do. You do. That's in New England. Mm-hmm. It's right by the ocean. Yes. <laughs> Went to a wedding in New England recently. It was a goddamn delight. Man, sure you, get out, you get out a lot. A lot of weddings. You, you've been yeah. all over the place. A lot of assholes getting married. Yeah. yeah. Second, second marriages at your age now? No, I have not yet been to a second marriage. Uh, although, oh. although I was at a wedding last weekend, reached into my pocket, realized last time I wore the suit, Jonah's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Found a little snap yourself. Oh, man. I, I, got, I, it, I just stack them up in there. It's, yeah. it's nothing but like funerals and wedding invitations. You guys need to wash your suits. Well, no, I have multiple suits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to wash Quite the suit. rotation that it's been yeah. for uh, a handful of years. Yeah. Since, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, uh, you're wearing a Dolomite. Shirt right now because uh, you you just uh, uh, worked on the Rudy Ray Moore uh, movie that's coming out biopic uh, uh, biopic mm-hmm. I don't like it when people say biopic uh, biopic well I lesson learned I don't, <laughs> don't like it biopic all right um that's how angry I am that I, I lost my entire train of thought <laughs> I'm so sorry well uh, it was written by the guys that did Ed Wood yes it was uh, Larry Kazaruski and, and Scott um, um, Scott Alexander, Alexander. yeah. Yes. Also, and the guys that did uh, People versus OJ, People versus uh, Larry, Flint. Larry Flint, People versus OJ Simpson, Man on the Moon. Man people, the moon. people do not have a good record in their movies. I got to say, big guys, yeah, big guys, yeah, they do. Just they're great. and Problem Child, yeah. I they also made Problem Child. I so my therapist's office uh, used to be two doors down from their um, their office in Beverly Hills, and so you'd you'd like get the key from the therapist, go down to the bathroom, open it up, and there was a Polish. Problem Child poster oh, over right. the urinal, and I was like, "This is, I've made it, guys. I'm uh, seeing a therapist that yeah. has a problem child." Um, yeah, the Larry actually uh, wants to come on this podcast. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. I, I was talking to him. We can talk about the, the the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, did he win tonight? Um, did he? Yeah, for People versus Emmy Night. No, that was know. that was last year. Oh, that was last year. The, yeah. This year they did the killing of Gianni Versace. Versace yeah, and but I that wasn't him. No, I don't think they because no, no, I think I think they had the OJ thing in develop like they had adapted it from the book and then Ryan Murphy came and was and like I want to I want to do that and yeah, like, yeah 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 uh, but uh, anyway you know, he's also like the head of the academy now or one of the he's on the board of the academy foreign, I believe uh, foreign film foreign film All oh right. boy um, so it. anyway so you were wearing this Dolomite shirt you mm-hmm. were, you worked on it it's uh, with uh, uh, Eddie Murphy yep uh, I'm really looking forward to that movie it. I honestly think it's really going to be great. I am um, a bum that I won't be able to see it on a big screen. You, know, you may be able to. It's probably going to... When is it premiering? Uh, they don't have a premiere date yet, but what these what they normally do now is they'll put it in the theaters for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh. Just it's to what, make it uh, like competitive. For, like, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what they're doing with Roma uh, this year because Netflix has the... What's his name? The guy who did Children of Men, his yeah. new movie. Um, and apparently it's doing really well at Venice and on, on, on all these places. And they're like, we're putting it out for exactly the amount of uh, screenings that we need. And then it's yeah, going like on Netflix. Two, two weeks, yeah. something oh, like that. I'm fine if they do that. Yeah. Um, but also this is like we're starting to enter. Netflix has been killing it with television. Their movies, not so great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have it on good authority. They're making a sequel to the movie Bright. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I think they signed that. I think that that was part of the 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 deal was they were gonna if it hit a certain amount of views, clicks. It, yeah. yeah. And it got 11 million the first day. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were 
anything watching Unemployed. it just to be like, let's see what this is yeah. all yeah. about. What um, movie was that? Right, it was right. the Will, Will Smith. Smith with uh, Egerton. What's the guy? Joel Egerton. It was uh, it was an LAPD. It it was kind of like Training Day, but with instead of a black and white guy, it was a black guy and uh, an, an orc. orc. Okay. So Written it was like, by Max Landis. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, good one. Well, guy, well, guy, we call Timmy Spielberg. Yeah. Um, but I really think this movie is going to be great. Uh, it tells the story of Rudy Ray Moore, who was a musician, a failed musician, uh, worked at a record store in South Central, uh, started doing some comedy things that wasn't working out, stole his entire routine from a wino, <laughs> which is what they used to call homeless people back then. Sure. Well, um, that drank wine. Well, s- exclusively. Yeah. Wine. Uh, Night Train, I think that's... It's what we call uh, fortified wine, which no. is grape juice with ethyl alcohol pumped in. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it's delicious! Jeez. Little Mad Dog, twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Check the label uh, next time you buy cheap wine. So. Does it say fortified? You don't want it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Basically, it's like kind of like it's like the, uh, when that that crazy eighties uh, horror schlock movie, uh, Street Trash, where all the guys are just trying to get like this this like fucked up booze that like is starting to turn like homeless people into like you know goopy monsters. Yeah. Goopy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so you're wearing this Dolomite shirt, and then some guy gets traps you in a conversation. Yeah, I'm at a hardware store today, shopping for a biscuit joiner, as one does. And this guy's like, hey, what's up, Dolomite? Because my shirt says, Dolomite is my name, which is <laughs> the name of the movie. Dolomite is my name. The rest of that quote, of course, is, fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah. Didn't put that on the shirt. Um, he, he just corners me and starts talking to me about Dolomite, which I'm happy to do. But then I find out he has an agenda. Oh, no. I uh, told him it's a movie coming out. He's like, oh, you're in the entertainment industry. There we Apparently go. Apparently, his mom is a receptionist at Roland Emmerich's company. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and he owns a car de- detailing company. Uh, so he's, he's in the entertainment industry. Really trying to... But he also used to drive a limousine. Okay. So he knows where a lot of things are. And yeah. And he, he can get places. Nicest guy. Uh, I'd put him in his mid-50s, okay. yeah. I think. How long was the conversation? It was about 30 minutes. Oh. That's more than you need. Yeah, and then he gave me his card and wanted my phone number, and it was like, let's stay in touch. Uh, also, it, as a location manager, which is my, my profession, he's like, I've got a great church. I probably didn't need to offer as much information as I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you ever want to film in a church, I've got a Baptist <laughs> church. I'm a pastor there. What? Wow. He's like, but don't let that freak you out. And I said, well, what freaks me out is most uh, Baptist church wants script approval. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some strange. It freaks rules. me out that he's we a Baptist preacher gra- who knows Dolomite that well. We can't well, call this grave robbers from outer space. That's I'll sacrilegious. You, I'll tell you what I, I do, I have found out, mm-hmm. is uh, African-American men of his age that don't know Dolomite mm-hmm. are not to be trusted. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because something's wrong if they haven't seen Dolomite. Yeah. Because that's, you know, that's like us watching Wizard of Oz as a kid, except good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, when I was in London, I, um, it was like the like end of a long night. Me and Kumail like, went out and like, went to an after-hours place. And it was just like, then like, we walked around. Then I walked him back to, we were closer to his hotel. And then I was just like, and then I'll just catch an Uber uh, to my hotel, which was maybe about, we were walking around. I was tired. I was, it was, it's like a mile and a half away. So I was just like, I was just getting caught. Yeah. Yeah. They call them kilometers there. That's true. Um, uh, but I don't know the, how many kilometers away I was from my hotel. Oh, it's, it's an even... 
Oh, it's just the same, yeah, same, 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 same thing. thing. Exactly. Uh, and so I, I call a car, and this guy picks me up, uh, and like, like he's he's a, he's he's just like this like Nigerian guy, and like going like that. So he's, he's like, does it smell back there? And I was like, no, it's fine. He's, he's like, I was like, why? What's wrong? He's, he's like, he's like, these two guys. I got into an argument with them. I said, hey, if you need to throw up, if you need to throw up, you let me know. I pull over. You can open up the door and throw up. And I was like, I was like, yeah, of course. He's like, so he says he's getting sick. I pull over. He opens the door. He pukes inside the car. <laughs> half inside the car, half outside of the car. So I say, hey, well, put your head further out the door. And then the guy, and then his friend starts screaming at me. Then I, then I turn off the, the fare and I tell him to get the fuck out of my car. And I was like, of course. He's like, so I clean it up. And then I get your call. And I just want to know if it smells. I was like, yeah. He's, he's, he's like, that's disrespectful. I was like, yeah, man. And like, end of the yeah. night. Just yeah. like, yeah, man. It's, uh, that sucks. So like, he's, he's, he's like, you can't live life like that. You can't live life disrespecting people. If someone says they're trying to help you, I was trying to help them. And then like, I was like, oh, totally. And, and then the conversation is like, he's, he's like, you know, because I, you know, I think about these things all the time. I think about these things all the time. It's like, you know, every day, every day, it's like, you know, if we're all going to die, if we're all going to die, I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> if we're all going to die, why are we killing ourselves? And, you know, and I was also tired and still drunk enough to kind of just go, hell yeah, man. (laughs) Which is all they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all. And so he dives in. He's giving me some more of his lines. And then, uh, and then like, it's, uh, I am, it's like, he's, he's like, I work hard. I work very hard. It's like, cause I'm, we're in a Mercedes. That's what he's driving me around in for the Uber, which was an Uber X ride, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a Mercedes. And like, he's, he's like, I have a Mercedes, I have a BMW, I have an Audi. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" And you like, uh, and like he's, he's like, "I drive Uber at night. Uh, I work out four hours in the day, and I also drive a double decker bus." I was like, "Shit, dude, you're fucking." <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, "I make money." It's like, but it's like, no, you gotta enjoy life. You gotta enjoy life. It's not about this or that. And I was just like, "It seems like," and I wanted to be like, "It seems like you're obsessed with stuff." Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then like I, I was like, and then I was just kind of, "Whoa, whole man, you drive a double decker bus. You do this at night, and you work out four hours a day." He, he's like, "Yes, yeah, check it, check it." And then, like, his phone was mounted on the, uh, you know, the dashboard. Oh, no. Pulls up some fucking videos of him in the gym. The guy is an Adonis. <laughs> his body was so insane. And they was just showing me workout videos of him, uh, like, oh on his phone. Oh, my God. And, yeah. It was fucking crazy. And then at that point, I, like, you know, I don't, I don't think my hotel was this far away from the... <laughs> been in, I was, like, I've been in the car for quite a while. And then I pull up my phone and I put in the wrong Doubletree hotel I was staying oh, at. Oh no. no. I was in a Doubletree in Bloomsbury, which is like right on like right above Soho. Yeah, I, but you I put, I put in, in the one Bloomsbury in Manchester. And I fucking no, I fucking like in the in the Docklands. And it's like fucking London. So it just takes forever to get anywhere because there's no big thoroughfares no. really. And so it's like we're halfway like halfway there, and I was just like Fuck! I don't know if I can handle being in this car, yeah. <laughs> like for the, like being like, oh shit! I'm sorry, man. We got to turn back around. Um, and so I was just like, I'll just get to the fucking Docklands, which is so fucking far away and desolate. <laughs> and oh, like, no. I was like, I was like, we'll just go. I'll just go there, and then I'll get out, and then uh, and then I'll just call another car and go back. And so we fucking like we finally get there, and he's like giving me all like telling me all these things and all this advice. He's like, and I don't, I don't copyright this. I don't copyright this. I fucking, you know, I give this as my life. I give it to people who want it, who need it. I was like, wow. This guy's clearly not a copyright attorney. Yeah. And then um, and so he drops me off, and then I was like, well, man, so awesome, Ganta. Throws it in park. Turns off the fare. Oh, no. Takes the seatbelt off and just turns around in his seat and just oh. keeps on talking. Oh, just got to cut it up. Yeah. Oh, and brutal. It, this is like the time where I'm like, I was like, I need to learn boundaries in my life. <laughs> 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 
Uh, and so like he talked to me for a while, like a long time. And I was like, and I did like, it's like, awesome, man. So good to open the door. And another thing, like just more about like, you know, like just like more life advice. And the guy is, he's fit. He works a lot. got three cars, showed me the pictures, tries a double decker bus. It's gotta be pretty hard work. Pretty stressful work in London. It's twice as much work. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, and then, um, and then like. Uh, so like he gets out and I'm just so tired and like I get out and then he drives off and then I was like I wait like a minute or two. You have to. Yeah, yeah. There's no you, if he pulls up to you, take you yeah, back. You don't want yeah. Him to be, yeah. So I fucking wait two minutes. I was like, you know, I'm gonna wait a little longer. It's because it's like it's a real dead area. Yeah. yeah. It's like real fucking like sleepy. I would have had the fucking the door the desk at the double tree call you a cab. Yeah. Just to <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I should. But I didn't want to be like just because it's like. It's not a place people just get dropped off. Like this area, this like where the hotel is. It's not like it's like on a street with a ton of pubs. It's just all fucking suburban quiet houses. Yeah. And then so like uh, I wait a bit. I wait a bit. I wait a bit. And then I pull it up. And then it's, it's uh first guy that gets it. Fucking Babatunde. Day. Oh. It's the guy again. Oh no. Quickly, oh, no. quickly turn it off. And then I just get like a Uber pool there and saved money because it was like fucking at that point. Yeah. About five in the morning. Yeah. And I oh, got brother. I get back and. And the guy, uh, when I was getting out, the driver was like, have a good day. I was like, what? <laughs> and, uh, you, yeah. you hit the shift change on Uber drivers. Now. Yeah, that was fucking like something I wish hadn't happened. <laughs> I, I, I have a similar story of we were in we were in New York for Comedians of Comedy with Neil. And I think you were hanging out with some friends of yours. And I was like, I'm going back to the, the, the hotel. And I grabbed the hotel key. And pulled it out, and it was like 50, 51 West Side High. No, no, it was seventy eight West Side Highway. And I get in, and I pull out the key, get in the cab, pull out the key, go yeah seventy eight uh, seventy eight West Side Highway. And I fall asleep in the back of the cab, and I wake up on seventy eighth and the West Side Highway, oh. seventy eight streets from no! where I was going. Oh, oh my and god! And I'm twenty four years old, and this is like my first New York cab ride ever. Maybe it was younger than that, and I was, and I just had to go like, "Excuse me, sir, I That'll said seventy four, seventy eight dollars." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, and then it's like, oh no. Um, I, but I didn't get out. I was just like, no, you got to take me because this is what I said. And he's like, I heard 78th. And I was like, no, I didn't say so. Oof. And was terrified for the rest yeah. of the drive that he was just going to pull over and tell me to get out. Jeez. That's that's terrible. Yeah. But it was also That's also something like it's like, yeah, you should have. It's a you showed boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. I could have if I had been awake, I could have showed boundaries around 34th Street, too. Yeah. Yeah. My my wife makes fun of me all the time. Like when I complain about something like that, she said that's because you don't know how to get out of a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm like, well, I I'm not going to be rude. And she's like, sometimes you gotta you gotta shut it down. Yeah, not be rude, just be firm. Yeah, it's so uh, hard yeah. though. I don't really. That never really happens to me. You don't talk to people though. Yeah, that is yeah. a no. that is a good point. Can't stay too long if you don't start. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I did. When I was out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I met up with some uh, some of the producers from the show because of the day off I had out there, and of course we went to a, a pub and we just started having pints and it just re re reconfirmed my love of that fucking city mm-hmm. that it's just like no one was like oh, just have some pints I was like yeah yeah and no big deal why wouldn't you <laughs> yeah and then like it's like the guy like the guy I was with like he was like he's like I gotta go do like a thirty minute set and he fucking killed like there was yeah. just like nothing wrong. He got out for 30 minutes? Yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it was like it was like it was like that's where the show was set up. But then like I did like a little five minute nice you know uh, set, and it was uh, it was it was great. But it was also very like you know very very scary. Could you feel that? Could you feel the difference between the two between an American crowd and that crowd? I mean, you've done stand up over there before. Well, I mean, just I for mean, the taping. You, just for the taping. Yeah. But. So this was like the first time. And it was almost kind of like it's like the way people were all the comics were describing it. They're like, it's like this is like like one of the better shows in town. It's like it's it's cool. It's in the uh, it's like on the top floor of a pub. It's just a bunch of seats crammed into this area, like it's, like, like, it's like a like a corner, like yeah. with a you know a microphone and a little speaker, and uh, and it, and it was just like and they're like it's oh and there's a ton of regulars and like everyone always kills and you're never really sure if the jokes are good or if uh, yeah. I was like oh shit this is like the meltdown, <laughs> this is like our show and not uh, as funny as Kumail, that one hurt, <laughs> it didn't even hurt it not e- not even him that one hurt me. You had that pulled up. <laughs> Huh. Anytime I talk about comedy, what's that? Well, he's talking talk about, about meltdown specifically. Yes, no. that's true. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, I made friends with this uh, comic named uh, uh, Glenn Moore. His middle name Roger. <laughs> really funny guy though. It had to be done on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his parents right. were big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Into it. He's yeah. Unless he's they were big yeah. into Cannonball Run too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Ro- Roger Moore. Wasn't the bit in that movie that he just looked like Roger Moore? He wasn't actually Roger Moore. But in he Cannibal just, Run 2? Yeah. Like you know he was what? just a guy who looked like Roger Moore who looked like... This is, this is a perfect reason for me to go and watch Cannibal Run 2 tonight. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so so like the... What was it? Oceans 13, where it was Julia Roberts plays a woman Oceans who looks 12. Oh, yeah. Looks yeah, exactly like Julia sucked. Roberts. That was yeah. so weird. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to see in movies, and I don't think it's ever happened, but like in a Bruce Willis movie, I want him to walk through a video store so you see who, who starred in Die Hard in that world. Like, was it like Tom Hanks? Oh, in. Um, <laughs> I would love to see that, that movie. Yeah. There's, that a, there's a Kevin Smith movie with him and uh, Tracy. Oh, uh, Cop Out. Yeah, cop out. Yeah, where uh, Tracy's doing uh, like lines from movies as he's interrogating a guy, and he does a line from Die Hard, and then it just cuts to Bruce Willis. He's like, "I don't think I've seen that one." <laughs> well, right. that's All like right. uh, well, you threw Tango. away the whole concept for yeah. or one line, but Tango and Cash when yeah. uh, they pull over the truck at the beginning and their shirts filled with cocaine, and Stallone as Tango or Cash, whichever one he is, <laughs> he shoots the uh, the truck. And everyone's afraid it's going to explode because it's a gasoline truck. But cocaine comes out. He's like, oh, this guy thinks he's Rambo. Stallone looks at the camera and says, Rambo was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, and then he goes, Rambo was a pussy. But Cobra, that guy's tight. <laughs> yeah, Cobra. Oh, such a good... My favorite Christmas movie. Cobra? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone pointed out that uh, in The Sopranos, the movie Goodfellas exists. They talk about Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. But yet... Half of the Tony, cast is... Well, Tony's shrink... Is yeah, wife. Oh, God, yeah, that's true. And Polly Walnuts is in the Goodfellas too. Yeah, is he? Yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, is some, he? yeah, yeah, a lot of those guys. Is he? Oh wait, Polly Walnuts. There's only I'm thinking seven Italian American actors. Polly. He's in Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. Um, At the very beginning, I think I think he's he's Just part one of, of the, one of the entourages, or, yeah. or um, maybe that thing where they're going around introducing everybody. I'm gonna oh, get yeah. the papers. Yeah. The papers. Johnny, one time. Yeah, he only said things one time. Uh, we're going to take a break with a song from a band from Sheffield, England, Sheffield, UK. They're called Temple of Coke. <laughs> and this is a song called Drink, Fight, Kebab, 
Shag. And I did two of those things when I was in London. <laughs> what? Come out what, though? Temple of Coke from their album Cokehead Threesome with the song Drink, Fight, Kebab, Shag. They're out of Sheffield, UK. If you want your band featured on Jonah Radio, email us your stuff. A Bandcamp link is best. Uh, Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com um, and, uh, you know, uh, if we play your song, we buy your song. Yes, we do. So, uh, if you want some sales, uh, if you want sale, sorry. Sale. If you want sale. Yeah. And any of the songs you heard are available in links on uh, the show description mm-hmm. and uh, on the website we have over at uh, Jonah, uh, at the Maximum Fun Max, page. Max Fun. Like that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh. oh man. Not oh. the tales. <laughs> uh, so um, it's so funny that like the, the chorus of that song, like, like drink, fight, kebab. I had a, like a fake punk band called um, uh, Society's Threat. Like uh, it was like a joke band, joke gutter punk band, and we uh, we had a song called uh, "Fuck Shit Up Beer," and of course it was like "Fuck Shit Up Beer." I love. Oh man, I miss having a fake band. Well, you were. I was in Karate the band. Partially like in one of my fake bands. Karate the band. Yeah, that was a good band. I used to I used to love that. I was in a fake techno band in high school. Yeah, we had a hip hop band. Oh my god, we I miss that so much. Yeah. After a while, Nothing man. more white sounding than we had a hip hop band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hip hop band. Yeah. No, one of the guys was like half Filipino. So, I mean, we had to. Oh, okay, that's all you have to say. Have you ever heard the name of uh, Clint Trucks' uh, college rap group? What? It's the best name for a band. You ready? Yeah. The Rhythm Method. The Rhythm Method? <laughs> yeah. That feels very era appropriate. 
See, I have this theory. <laughs> We're the um, bohemians, and you gotta put us on. <laughs> that the name of every band is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's no good band names. Like, I, my oh, band was called Intendo. Thank you for making my point. I don't know yeah. Blues, yeah. blues Traveler. <laughs> like you, get, you get it. You get it. Yeah. Well, it's like, and then every every band that kind of sticks around long enough, they always have that interview, especially any band from like the '90s. Are like, would we have called our band Pearl Jam, Foo Fighters, Green Day if we knew we were going to yeah. still be around? The, toe, the wet sprocket. Yeah. Stank gets it still. Yeah, but they had a burrito named after them at Denny's for a while Ooh, called the Burrito Stank. So who's laughing now? Have you ever heard my band, Dave? Uh, burrito Stank? No. Gosh. <laughs> Where would he have heard them? I don't know. Like, hang it out. Like, All right. Maybe, okay. I, I don't know. Like, maybe he slipped it K-Rock? in. K Rock? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get K Rock. Uh, Are you going to do a duet with yourself? It, it you can do it on this one. It turns out they have a security door and they won't. Looks like it doesn't work. Indiana girls? No, Canadian girls. Canadian girls because you're talking about Ontario. Oh, God. Democracy is a sham. You ready? We're just getting into like, the soul clap breakdown. Oh, thank you for the background. Thank you for the Uh, Democracy is a sham. All I care about is my punk rock band. 
I told you it was a joke band. Yeah. So why'd you scoff at one and say, are you affected by British accents? And I said, yeah, and you're like, oh. No, I just didn't know if you had a British guy in the band. Oh, no, no, no. It was a bunch of kids that grew up in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah but not the English military. Yeah, so that's... Uh, military industrial complex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just found one of mine. All right. Uh, how do we get it? Uh, we, you you plug it in. I can hold it in. Oh, wait, one. do you have... No. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, we don't have that thing. Oh, we can hold it up to the mic. Well, I could forward it to uh, someone. Mm, um, I don't think we have email in here. Oof. Um, this is a band. Oh, weird. The iPad didn't just start playing a song. I said I might have hit it accidentally. <laughs> 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 Fucking narcs, man. <laughs> How is Neil Surlier having not been drinking? Yeah, I guess I we're know. seeing the real Neil now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, got one. I got one for that. People need to see the real Neil. <laughs> Neil is a little baby guinea pig. Dave, play your song. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. But it's... Uh, put, put your knife away. It's called... Jesus. That's not the sample. Put your knife away. No, no. The, the, you also have the sample, but put that knife away. Put your knife away. First of all, fuck you. <laughs> all right, this is called uh, We Shall Overcome by the band. Kick out the jams! Oh, nice. We shall overcome. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, old Britney Brothers lyrics in here. Because that was a yeah. you mean at the time. Guillotine Grandpa, Guillotine Grandpa. And put Grandma in the soup. Jesus. Um, but this stuff. I found a, I found a song that I, I made for uh, the opening of like a vlog I had like when I was making super deluxe videos. A vlog. Yeah, a video blog. When did you have a vlog? I would just like the, the like when I was doing when we were doing super deluxe stuff. Uh, they were saying like uh, I'm, we're good, we're good, Dave. But it was uh, you know like like super deluxe was saying like it's like oh you gotta put more stuff on the page you like okay. act like you're gonna be active on the community and the site. And so, like, I made this song with an intro uh, that I shot with my laptop at the time. Wow. And then uh, made this song with my laptop and then, like, would have, like, five-second, like, like barely good one-liners and then just play this thing again. <laughs> it was... Uh, That's pretty much it. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's no Ontario. <laughs> it's not like you're not even going to Canada or anything. <laughs> Put it, just let you guys know, you listeners at home, you guys and gals out there, and all y'all, y'all non-binary folk that listen to this song. Uh, the song is not on his iTunes. It's on the fucking soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> He's got t- five second samples and then this three and a half minute journey. I got some other songs on here. Yeah. Besides Adele. Oh, that's oh, a good one. Yeah. oh yeah. Well, looks like it's time to go. If uh, 
if I was doing my version of Dr. Katz, this would be, well, music means it's uh, time to wrap up. Yeah. Uh, and we want to thank Dave Lyons for coming and hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Be sure to listen to the uh, Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, yeah. which is uh, more popular than ours. You know what? You know who you says know that? Say that winners. winners. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you liked any of the bands you uh, heard on the uh, podcast today, be sure to go check them out. Uh, just give them a tweet, give them a little email or a message or anything. Buy a track, listen to it, tell your friends about them, go see them live, tell Follow them where you them heard them. Follow them on Twitch. On Twitch, get them on Twitch. Uh, Cash, thanks for uh, yeah, keeping love, this thing afloat. Love being here. No, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, Neil, I was inspired by Neil not getting Nailed one. It. Neil, we're really into your progress uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the ponytail and the not drinking. Your <laughs> acting out is so great. I am so sad. Um, <laughs> That's actually hilarious. <laughs> well, That's new. That's actually hilarious. Is one of my favorite uh, lines from the Scott Pilgrim movie because it's just like the it's the worst. It's like that's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like is uh, now that's funny yeah. and that's like <laughs> it's actually hilarious. That's a guy that doesn't that can't be funny on his own. Yeah. That has to you know sequester your humor to the side. Uh, don't like it. Uh, so um, you must chill. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm trying to think if we have any other. Work we need to get done. No. Uh, oh yeah, there was an email sent. There was an email sent. I forgot about this, uh, and I was gonna, gonna we'll, we'll end the show with this. Mm-hmm. Um, in defense of the cherry pop and daddies. Oh. What? This isn't an argument that they're good. I just wanted to make a statement about one point that was made during conversation. They didn't move to swing to be opportunistic. They just released a compilation of their swing stuff, admittedly at an opportunistic time. They were a ska band before. They were a, I don't know, miscellaneous band? Their albums did ska and swing and some other rock stuff all mashed up. And they released a couple of compilation type albums. Suit Suit Riot, Swing, and then Ska Boy JFK, Ska. The swing stuff had been on their albums from the beginning, so I just want Wait, that on the record. from the band? <laughs> Signed, <laughs> CP Daddies. So I just want that on the record. Obviously, I like them, or I wouldn't know so much about them. I saw them live once. Too racy for my taste. <laughs> Too racy? <laughs> that was from Devin Nani. All right. Devin, well, was, Devin I, I'm going to tell you this. I've seen him three times. There's Wait, Wait do they... Well, that, that's they probably just stuck to what was working out yeah, they they broke. But. Well, here's here's something in attack of the Cherry Pop and Daddy. <laughs> oh, hold on. You want me to set you up again? Here's something in attack of the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Their name is the Cherry (laughs) Poppin' Daddies. What kind of, like, frat boy horseshit? Well, yeah, it's just... Yeah, and I came across them at a warp tour early on, and I kept walking and decided to see the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, and that wasn't much better. to go see Rocket from the Crypt in the Midwest, you had to see uh, Mustard Plug or uh, like yeah. some, just some ska bands. Because yeah, every promoter's like, horns? I mean, we'll horns. have the mics. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was your listener submitted email. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We really Thanks appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we're going to take you out with a song 
by uh, Evan Wardell. He uh, is from San Francisco, singer-songwriter guy. Uh, we play a song of his before. It's good stuff. Boys Will Be Bastards is the name of the track off of Long Game Shorts. Available at his band camp. Uh, so, yeah, thanks so much for listening. And we'll uh, see you around town. Yeah.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.